Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. It's 7 a.m. on the West Coast, and we are doing the daily financial news, so that means it must be Thursday. We do it four days a week at 7.30, and on Thursday we do it at 7, because we have so many amazing millionaires lined up to speak with you. Let's get through the daily financial news. It is day after Fed decision. We've got a SOP, sometimes called the dot plot. We've got an unemployment rate of 20.8% in 16 to 24-year-olds. We've got weekly unemployment claims, and we have retail sales, just to name a few. So let's get into the Fed day right off the top. Uh, As expected, uh, lots of things happened with the uh, Fed decision. First and foremost, we got the pause that you and I have been talking about for, I don't know, a couple of months Uh, Currently, there's a lot of chatter around a rate increase in July. Uh, As you will see, I think that is all theater going forward. I believe the Fed is done. Uh, Yesterday in our conversation with Matt, the mortgage guy, which we recorded before the Fed meeting, uh, I talked about my belief that the Fed would use the quote unquote dot plot their 18 opinions about four or five key variables to drive market behavior. Remember, I'm trying to help educate, entertain. And as always, the Fed has two tools, right? They have the funds rate, which roughly speaking, uh, they play with every six weeks, but they also have their talking voice when they get interviewed and they have the once a quarter uh, dot plot. So what did I say yesterday in Matt, the mortgage guy's conversation? Uh, I shared that I thought the Fed would use the dot plot to be hawkish. In fact, I put a number on it. I said, I believe that 13 of the 18 dots would be hawkish, meaning uh, multiple hikes this year. And sure enough, it wasn't quite 13, but 12 of the 18 are talking about two hikes this year. That is the, the mean or the middle Um, That's the mean of what is going on. So uh, let's talk about it in detail. There are two members that say no hikes, four members that say one hike, two members that say three hikes. So that leaves the remaining 10 with two hikes. So again, I believe what the Fed is doing called my shot yesterday that they're going to try to influence the market. Let's not forget that just three or four weeks ago, the market knew that the Fed would increase yesterday. Remember, I was taking a bunch of heat. People were saying I was wrong, 77% chance of a June hike, and I didn't waver. I won't waver about July either. In fact, I think we got a number this morning in the weekly unemployment claims that is leading me to believe that we are right again. Last week, as you recall, we broke higher. We broke noticeably higher to 261,000 weekly jobless claims, new claims. That has been revised up to 262,000. And then this week, which again, yeah, last week could have been a statistical anomaly because of holidays and all of that. 
but this week we got another 262,000. So we have clearly now broken trend. It's not a single dot where we used to be at 220, Now we're at 260 and seemingly going higher. So again, this is all to be expected. This is all part of the economy softening. So what else did we learn about the dot plot? Not only do the Fed want to scare us with two more rate hikes, we'll see, but they also kind of adjusted their forecast about GDP, unemployment, and inflation. Let's talk about those because those are important as well. Let's go to GDP first. Remember last period or 90 days ago, they left us thinking that they were calling a recession. If you remember the report from last time, they talked about a yearly GDP growth of 0.4%. Well, when Q1 is 1.8% and you're calling a year of 0.4, it means we're having a recession. They have since adjusted their GDP forecast to positive 1%. Now, that still means slow growth. That still means uh, it means they may you know, skip a, um, a recession this year. Again, it's, we're already near the end of Q2. Uh, but yeah, they're now they've upped their forecast. Not crazy high, but they've certainly upped it. What about unemployment? Again, last time they were kind of they were nervous, right? They were clearly calling a recession, so they were thinking that unemployment rate for the year would go up to four point five percent. Just so you know, we're at three point seven today. Last reporting. Well, they've now revised that as well. They brought that down and down quite significantly. They brought it down to four point one percent. So again, they're talking about two rate hikes, the GDP is getting stronger, uh, and unemployment will be less of an issue this year. All right, what about inflation? Well, they've now realized that core is sticky. Uh, they had core inflation last period at 3.6. That has been revised up to 3.9. Headline, however, they now realize is not as sticky. It was 3.3. It is now 3.2. It's going to be very interesting because I think there's a very good chance that headline breaks under 3.2 in 30 days, 28 days, when they report the July numbers. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see where their SOP or dot plot is later in the year. But yeah, folks, a lot of stuff going on. Again, the Fed, I believe, is done. I can't see this being a skip. I think it is a pause for the rest of the year. Uh, there's a couple of things. I want to kind of highlight first and foremost, Jerome Powell said that he does not forecast rate hikes for at least two years. And also the fed said more rate hikes are coming. So if you take both of those statements, I believe now I don't believe either one, but I believe uh, that they will keep rates high for two years more than I believe they will hike this year. I just think they're done. I think higher for longer. I think they're done. I think inflation is down. I think we have, I think we have real interest rates. Uh, we have clearly an economy that is slowing down. It feels like a rolling recession, which we've talked about. So lots and lots of stuff going on. At the end of the day, uh, the Fed is doing exactly what I expected. They did not raise, and now they are just talking tough. So that's what I got for you. Happy to answer any questions. If you have questions about the Fed meeting or dot plot or you heard other analysis elsewhere, go ahead and leave a comment below. I will do my best to reply to you. Uh, read an interesting article about China. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but the China youth unemployment rate is a whopping 20.8%. Apparently, if you are 16 to 24 years old in the country of China, there's an unemployment problem. Yes, folks, 20.8% of the youth 
and I've called 18 to 20, or 16 to 24 youth, no disrespect, they're just younger than my daughter, uh, unemployed. That is a brewing problem. Uh, so again, I think you're going to look to the Chinese government, central leadership to have some incentives coming forward because you can't operate at that level. Uh, I read an interesting article about housing and housing inflation. It looks like the economists are now catching on. I read an article about the economists say are saying that the housing inflation will certainly fall late summer, early fall. To which I say, where have you been? This has been mathematically evident for six months. I hate it when economists don't do their job. They don't look into the future. This housing inflation rolling over has been predictable. It's been mathematical, and we have brought it to you on this channel months and months ago. Uh, I, I laugh when I read articles like that. I'm like, God, you guys are asleep at the wheel. What are you doing? You know, go out and, and actually do your job. Uh, again, the unemployment claims for the week came in at 262. I think we've taken a step higher. I do think the, that Jerome Powell thinks this number should be at about 325, 325,000. Uh, so we shall uh, see where that goes. We got retail sales this morning. Uh, retail sales surprised to the upside. Uh, the expectations for retail sales were negative 0.2. Uh, they actually came in at positive 0.3. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry. So Jeff points out that, yeah, Jerome Powell said no rate cuts for two years. If I misspoke, I apologize. Again, what I was trying to say is Powell said two things. More rate hikes this year and no rate cuts for two years. I think no rate hike or two rate hikes this year is a joke. They're not coming. It's a lie. It's theater. I think uh, no cuts for two years is possible, but highly unlikely. Uh, if you press me to pick when a first rate cut would happen, it would be Q2 of 2024 uh, to answer that. Thank you for helping me clear up any uh, confusion I may have created. Uh, I want to talk about mortgage rate buy-downs because there's been a lot of talk about why builders are crushing it and existing homes aren't. Uh, a lot of folks talk about mortgage rate buy-downs and don't understand them, or they miscategorize them. So let's talk about what a mortgage rate buy-down is because there are really three flavors that I think are confusing folks. Mortgage payment will be based off 4%, 6 minus 2. Your 13th month through your 24th month, it will be 5. That is the 1, right? 6 minus 1 is 5. And then for the remaining 28 years, your payment will be based off a 6% mortgage. That is a true 2-1 buy-down. Now, you can also buy the rate down during escrow, right? You can pay points, which is basically prepaid interest, and get a 30-year fixed rate loan. So again, let's use 6% as an example. If the average rate today is 6%, you have great credit, you may be able to buy it down to five and a half, five and a quarter by prepaying some interest. It's called points. That is different than a 2-1 buy-down, right? 2-1 buy-down changes uh, the first two years. A 30-year fixed rate mortgage, mortgage doesn't. And then finally, I have heard people reference arms as buy-downs. Nothing could be farther from the truth. If you get a five-year uh, arm or a seven-year arm, you are basically setting yourself up for uh, payment shock at the end of the term. 
Now you might be doing an arm because your betting rates will fall. That is again, your opinion. You can do that, but this, let's not call, let's not call an adjustable rate mortgage a buy down. I think there's been a lot of miscommunication about mortgages and what is going on around that. Uh, a couple other things that I pointed out after the Fed meeting, it looks like Jerome Powell has finally said housing has bottomed, which I think is interesting, right? Remember all the crash bros and the doomers when, uh, when uh, Jerome was talking about housing needing to reset. Remember all of that and all the fear that was created? They all created fear around price. Prices basically moved at, at the national level about 1%, one percent, one and a half. Okay but it was transactions. It was always about supply and demand. Now I tried to bring this to you early on often. It was always going to be a transaction crash. You can go back to the, the 50 year spreadsheet and understand why it was an easy call for me and why everybody missed it. When rates go up, payment shock, people stay put and transactions go down because of affordability. It is tough out there, but now Jamie diamond is, or Jamie diamond. Wow. Where'd that come from? Jerome Powell, Powell, has basically said, we're taking our foot off the neck of housing, which I thought was interesting. Uh, the reset is over. Again, he talked about a Fed uh, housing reset on in June of 2022, so 12 short months ago. Uh, he also talked about a housing correction and balance of the market. I believe that was in September. So very interesting that everybody wanted Jerome Powell to talk about prices. And in reality, he was talking about transactions. Uh, it's very interesting to walk the third, watch the 30-year mortgage. I was clearly wrong and owned that yesterday in the Daily Financial News. Uh, the mortgage rate ticked up to over or 7% yesterday. I think it settled at 6.97. Uh, will be interesting to see how it ends this week. Uh, I do believe it is headed lower, um, but we shall see what's going on. And I will, of course, course own that if I make a mistake. Uh, last thing, I want to give a shout out to Amy Nixon. Amy Nixon. Uh, from Twitter has been talking about the Airbnb bust. Uh, and frankly, I think she has been right, at least about Airbnb. Uh, she put out a post on Twitter this morning that the Dallas City Council has banned short-term rentals in single-family neighborhoods. I suspect if the great city of Dallas, Texas, is going to ban Airbnbs and short-term rentals, that we are going to see that ban extend to lots of cities across the country. So very interesting. Um, anything else I got for you? Last, last thing. There was an economic report done by the San Francisco Fed. The San Francisco Fed did some analysis and said that the housing appreciation that we have seen the last two years, which again, 40% unhealthy, he, they are estimating that roughly 60% of the home price appreciation was because of remote work. Think about that. And if companies are successful in, in ratcheting that back, what might happen? So a very, very interesting analysis. Again, folks, I want you to have an amazing day. It is Thursday, June 15th. Uh, remember that next Tuesday, if you're one of my students, you are going to get the opportunity to interact with the one and only Beth Traverso. We are going to do another Zoom call and allow you to participate for free. Also, if you wanted to start changing your future and get going with how to get started one rental at a time, you can buy that course today and I will give you two free $50 courses. Lots of you have taken me up on that. Thank you very much. But don't forget, you also get access 
to the private Facebook group with thousands of other members doing the work, networking, holding each other accountable, and just having a good, good time. So buy it today. Start doing the work this weekend. All right, folks, take care. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye.